0: Rather than think in terms of actions, in terms of the things I want to achieve, I think in terms of states of being that I want to become. I focus on the being of the goal rather than the attainment of it. Hello, and welcome to The Joy Within, where we're eliminating negativity one thought at a time. I'm Kyle Greenfield, and I'll be your guide as we explore how to be calm, confident, and happy in our crazy modern world. Join us each week as we dive into some of the biggest ideas in spirituality and personal development. We'll learn what it takes to gain control of your own mind, master your mood, and navigate the many ups and downs along the way. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started so you can become the calm, confident, and happy person you truly deserve to be. Hello, and welcome back to the Joy Within's podcast. And I want to wish a Happy New Year to everyone. It's the time of year when we all take time to pause and reflect on our goals for the year ahead. So today, I want to share a simple concept that I use to set my individual, spiritual, or personal development goals. And specifically, I want to focus on goals that are non-physical. Goals that are a little less tangible than most. Because the problem that I see a lot of people having with these invisible inner goals is that because they're not physical, because you can't see them, you often can't quantify them. So it's really easy to get stuck. It's easy to wind up spinning your wheels and not actually making any meaningful progress. It's the same reason that I hear from our members about why they love our programs. Because there's a clear path, and you know you're on track every step along the way. So the question is, How do you do that when it comes to your personal development or spiritual goals? With physical goals, it's easy. Seeing your progress is usually pretty obvious. If you want to lose weight, you can just step on the scale and see how you're doing. If you want to improve your finances, you can just check your bank statement. It's not that hard. But how do you do that when it comes to your inner growth? I know a lot of people think of this in terms of their habits. They think of their inner growth in terms of the actions that they associate with whatever their goal is. For example, if you want to be more spiritual, you might set a goal to meditate every day, because you associate meditation as an action that people who are spiritual often do. And that's great. It's definitely a step in the right direction, and a great habit to build. The problem is, it's fuzzy. Because we've not really defined what the goal of becoming more spiritual actually means. We've just substituted in an action that we associate with that goal. So even though, yes, meditation is very strongly correlated with becoming more spiritual, it's not guaranteed. It depends how you meditate and how you apply it to your life. The insights and the awareness that you can gain and that you can use every day, even when you're not meditating. That's where the real power is. But the goal of just sitting to meditate doesn't, by itself, get you there. Another example you see all the time is when people set a goal to read more, whether that's to read a book a week or maybe to set aside an hour a day or whatever their goal is. People often place the goal around the habit, the act of reading, not the goal they really want. In this case, the real goal here is that the person wants to learn more. They want to grow. And yes, obviously, reading is very strongly correlated with that. But it depends how you do it. If you power through a book a week just to read a book a week, but you don't actually take time to reflect on what you read, if you don't take time to figure out how it applies to your life, if you don't take action on the information, if you don't apply what you learn, then what really have you done? The point is... Don't confuse habits or actions that are along the way to a goal with the goal itself. It is so tempting to conflate the two, especially when your real goal is intangible or hard to define. We default to making the habit the goal because we can see the habit, we can track it, and we can check it off our to-do list. But it also sets you up for trouble, because when you substitute the action for the goal, you start to evaluate yourself based on the habit. You beat yourself up when you're too busy to meditate one day, and often the action becomes a chore, because it will be yet another thing that you have to do. And this can play out in a few ways. So you might wind up falling behind the arbitrary, action-oriented goal you set, and get mad at yourself for not following through on what you wanted to do. Or you might do the action, but you don't feel fulfilled because you still don't really know, you don't actually have a clear grasp of whether or not you're making progress on your real goal. Or if you have a bunch of different goals, maybe forcing yourself to build a ton of new habits makes you feel like you're stuck on a hamster wheel, you're just trying to rush to do everything every day, and you might lose sight of what your real goal is why you're doing the action in the first place. You wind up just going through the motions. Again, I'm not trying to deny the importance of building positive habits. I'm talking about the all too common misstep of accidentally making the habit the goal when your real goal is something different, something intangible, because there is a much better way to reach those inner goals. Inner growth doesn't have to be difficult. You just need a plan. You need clear actions that you can take so that whatever life throws at you, you have the ability to respond from the highest version of yourself. When you join Happiness University, you'll get that plan with clear insights, simple actions and expert guidance to support you every step along the way. It's free to get started. So head over to thejoywithin.org, log into Happiness University and become the calm, confident and happy person you truly deserve to be. So, if you don't use habits to approximate your inner goals, what do you do? Personally, I use a really simple concept, but it is the complete opposite of the way we usually think about setting and achieving our goals. Rather than think in terms of actions, in terms of the things I want to achieve, I think in terms of states of being that I want to become. I focus on the being of the goal, rather than the attainment of it. Doing this requires me to set aside my logical mind in favor of an intuitive feeling, a sense of knowingness. The logical mind always wants to control. It's the part of us that thinks, okay, so I want to be more spiritual, I'll just meditate for 20 minutes a day, and then I'll go read this list of books, and in seven years, I'll be a better person. It extrapolates out, and it tends to overplan, and generally thinks that more is better. And, while that might work for some things, for your tangible, physical goals, it doesn't work as well for non-physical goals. That's why I prefer to use the intuitive mind, because the intuitive mind just knows. It knows when you're on track, when you veer off course, and how to get going in the right direction. But it's a shift in perspective, and it's a shift that can be really hard to make. It requires you to give up the idea, That you know the right path for you. And instead, you have to learn to allow that path to unfold naturally for you, understanding that you might not know the right actions or even the right milestones by which you can judge your progress along the way. Because the logical mind almost always thinks linearly, while inner growth is rarely linear. Now, this doesn't mean that you don't take actions towards your goals. It doesn't mean that you don't need a plan. It means that you don't demand that the assumptions that you hold must be correct. You don't mandate that specific actions, specific habits, are the only way, or even the best way, of reaching your goals. And it means you have to be okay with not tracking your progress linearly. You have to be okay with not being able to check it off your to-do list. Because the best path for your inner growth, what's right for you in any given moment, is constantly changing. It's constantly evolving. So it's kind of this combination of both having a plan and allowing that plan to shift. And I know this sounds paradoxical the first time that you hear it, but it's actually really simple. And there is only one question that you need to ask. Am I in alignment? Right now, yes or no? Am I being the goal? Am I being the person I want to be? Or not? And if not, am I becoming it? Am I on my way towards it? Am I on track? You can ask yourself this question generally, such as, am I in alignment with my true purpose, with why I am here on this planet? Or you can ask it specifically, such as, am I in alignment with my goal to be kinder to others? or to be a more loving spouse, or to be a more accepting parent. You can even use this question in conjunction with your more tangible goals. You might ask, is eating this meal in alignment with my goal to lose weight? Or, is making this investment in alignment with my goal to accrue wealth? However you use it, asking this question represents a different way of processing and responding to the world around you. It's a different method for thinking about your life. And the magic is, when you learn how to use this question, when you learn how to apply it, it will guide you to the right actions, the right habits, naturally and effortlessly. Getting to that point is both an art and a science. It relies on your resonance, your natural inner energy, and there is a clear method that you can use to work with that energy. So, if you haven't yet defined your inner growth goals for the year, I recommend that your first goal be to identify this feeling and then to strengthen it. That will give you the ability to know when you are in alignment, to know when you are on track, and when you have veered off course. So, you don't have to substitute in habits, you don't have to arbitrarily do actions in hopes of getting where you want to go, you don't have to check specific things off your to do list. You will feel guided to them. Because when you start working more and more from this natural, intuitive side, you'll find that you can use your own energy as a guide, your inner compass, to help you not just achieve, but to become whatever goals are most important to you. That's the process that we teach here at The Joy Within. It's about learning how to step back, to quiet your mind, and to control your thoughts, so you can connect to that inner energy you can connect to a higher level of yourself. You can move into alignment and actually become the person that you deserve to be. Thanks for listening to today's episode. When you're ready to put these ideas to work in your own life, head over to thejoywithin.org and sign up for Happiness University. When you do, you'll have access to all of the tools and strategies you need to eliminate negative thoughts by tuning in to The Joy Within. You can follow a simple step-by-step system to become the calm, confident, and happy person you deserve to be. Visit thejoywithin.org to get started today. And if you enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share it with someone you love, because I think we can all use a little more joy in our crazy modern world.